all of you out there who are with us this evening. I am so glad. It's just thank you for inviting us into your homes. Uh, wherever you're at in the home watching us, so glad that you're able to do this. Uh, we're not meeting in person tonight, and that really uh, does bum me out a little bit, but I'm so glad that we have the technology available to still be together, to still gather uh, in a different way. So thanks for inviting us in, whether you're in your living room or your kitchen or, or wherever you are. Hopefully you're not in your bathroom. That's weird. Uh, hopefully you're not there with me. I just, just get out if you are. Uh, but man, I'm just so glad that you're with us tonight. Uh, what we've been talking about over this last month is we've been getting ready uh, for Christmas. We've been preparing ourselves uh, for that. And what we've been talking about is that we want, and I think that everybody needs to have a very bright Christmas this year. And the way that we've been doing it here as a church, if you're new or visiting uh, with us today uh, and you want to find out what we've been doing, is we've been preparing ourselves by going through a teaching uh, uh, through the song Waymaker. Uh, and what we've been doing is we've been looking at these incredible names of God through the song. And so we looked at names like God is a Waymaker. Uh, we also looked at He is a Promise Keeper and a miracle worker. And today, uh, we're gonna finish up with the fourth name of God. It's actually my favorite name, especially uh, around Christmas time. And it says, what we're gonna look at tonight is that God is a light in the darkness. So I wanna get right to it. I wanna see what Jesus actually says about this, because he does say something about himself and light. And here's what he says. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus says, Who, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. I don't know about you, but there is something with darkness. There's something weird about the darkness to me sometimes. It's a weird thing. It is. That there are things that happen in the darkness to me that never happen in the light. Things I think, things that go on with me. Uh, it's just weird. I can't explain it sometimes. And, and there is even something about the darkness that, that's different in the fall and winter to me. I don't know what it is, uh, but at the right time, it makes me feel so uncomfortable, okay? Actually, the other day, I was tidying up the kitchen. I was kind of late at night. I was tidying up and, and the trash was full. So I had to take the trash out. And it was, it was in the middle of the night. And I went out to take the trash. And it was one of those like deep, dark nights. You know what I'm saying? Like no moon, uh, no stars. It was just, and it was really quiet. It was actually too quiet. It was too quiet, okay? And so I found myself walking to the trash bin. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it was kind of turning into a little bit of a brisker walk. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I was kind of speed walking back to the door, okay? Uh, that's what really happened. That, that literally happened. And, and I remember getting in the door and laughing to myself because I'm like, I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. I should, I, there's nothing out there that's going to get me. But I'm telling you, there was something weird about it, about the dark. There's something about the dark that gets me. And you know, maybe you've had moments like that. Maybe, maybe as a kid or, or maybe you've had those laughable moments like I have. Maybe you won't admit to it like, like I just did to everybody in the world. But, but maybe we've had those moments where, where, where it is with the darkness. And, and the question is, why is that? Why is that? Like, why do we think these things in the darkness that we would never think, ever, ever think about in the light? And I started thinking about that. You know, maybe it's just a few things going on. Maybe it's, maybe it's just in our heads, right? Maybe it's just something that's just in our heads. Or, or maybe uh, it's not really, there's something that, stuff that's not really there at all. It's just kind of uh, making it up. Or here's what I got to. Maybe, just maybe, maybe there's something in us that innately understands what the Bible says to us over and over and over about the light and the dark. Maybe there's something deeper in our understanding of the dark and light than we even know. That, that good things, here's what the Bible points to over and over and over again, and something that you know. Uh, that, that the Bible points to that, that good things never ever thrive in the dark. They, they, they don't tend to thrive in the dark. And, and that, that light is associated with the presence of God, with the presence 
of what is good. And, and what darkness does, and we know this, what darkness does is darkness confuses us. It distorts us. It actually kind of corrupts our confidence in things when we're in a dark room or when we're in the darkness. We're, we are impaired. We're very impaired by the darkness. I don't think anyone would argue uh, with that idea. But, but even though we know that that's what darkness does, I don't think that we understand the extent to what the darkness can do. I don't think we know how disoriented sometimes we actually can get. I've been studying this a little bit over the last couple months and, and about darkness and, and the Bible and what God has to say with it. And if you wanna go with me uh, in the Bible, if you haven't, go ahead and jump to Isaiah chapter nine. We're gonna be in the book of Isaiah. I've been in the book of Isaiah over the last several months and, and uh, been finding a lot of really great things. But in the book of Isaiah chapter nine, people at that time, this is 700 years before Jesus was born, they were recognizing the same things about darkness that I just talked about. It's really, really interesting. They were, they were noticing uh, that there were something about the darkness, that they needed something in it that was more than just a physical light. There was, there was a deeper, more spiritual thing about darkness, and they were seeing, what they were seeing was that the world, the world needed help. The world needed something, and so prophets and people started talking about and giving these messages of hope coming, uh, of something coming. Uh, and so I want to read this really quick. This is in Isaiah 9, and we're going to read this in verse 2. This is what they said. It says, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness on them has light shone. And then we drop down to verse six, and here's what it says. It says, for to us, a child is born. This is where they concluded. This is the hope that's coming to us. A son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace. This was a prophecy given. This was, this was a hope that they had, a hope for better things, that, that in our time of darkness, when hope shouldn't be anywhere close to us, that light is coming, that light is there, that, that we see the light, that there was a confident expectation of something good to come and look forward to, that hope was there. And for 700 years after that, people held on to that hope. Now, your guess would be my guess too. For that long of a time, my guess is that hope probably got a little messy with them from time to time to wait that long. And maybe for some of you right now, maybe that's what you would say about the hope that you have. Not that you don't have it, but maybe that maybe it's messy right now. That maybe looking with what's going on in our lives, what's going on in this world with this pandemic and all the things that are happening, that, that maybe, maybe it's a little harder to have a confidence that we know we should have. And maybe it's, we have a hard time seeing God show up. And here's what I wanna tell you. You're not alone in that. You're not alone. I, it's almost I wanna give you a comforting note there that, that you're not alone, but here's what I want you to know. And here's what I think God would want you to know right now. That God, when he makes a promise, that he always keeps it. And God made a promise with us, that he, he promised eternity with us. And he did it in the beginning and he did it from the very start of everything. And, and he wants to have, us, have uh, us to have a hope in that, that that's our hope, that light is going to come. And here's the thing, it is here, that it is here. Let's keep reading because uh, this is gonna go into the book of John chapter one. And, and of all the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, my favorite beginning uh, is the book of John. I love how the book of John begins because he's gonna talk about this light that comes. Here's a light that comes. It says, in the beginning, this is John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. 
In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The promise comes that hope is here, that, that we have a light that came down. The light comes to the darkness. God knew, here's what I love about this. God knew that we needed not something, but that we needed somebody, that Jesus came to be the light. Jesus is the light, and he shines through the darkness. Jesus is what triumphs over sin and death and darkness. You need to know something about the hope that you have. If you are here and you're listening and, and you know you have your hope in Jesus, that hope, that hope is bigger and better than any other hope that you could put on anything else in this world. It's an amazing hope. It's a hope and that's bigger and better than any circumstance that you hope changes. It's a hope that's bigger and better than any physical thing here, like a job coming through or, or that person, that relationship that's really important to you or the, the hoping that that works out or any government thing or any political thing or, or any agenda or any wish that you have because this is a hope, listen to me, that's satisfied. This is a hope that's come through. And, and here's what's such good news. This is, man, I, I, love, I love sharing this good news with everybody. Here's what's such good news about this Christian hope that we have. See, the good news, the good news about this is that God has an abundant supply of it as well. Something tells me that I think somebody needed to hear that right now. That, that, that maybe you need a little bit more hope today. And I'm here to tell you that, that, God, that our God wants to give it to you, that he has enough for you. And not only does he have enough for you, that our God who is hope, he has hope for you, not just to ration it on you, but to lavish it on you, to, to give it to you in excess and, and lavish it on you with a certainty, with a certainty of what the future will bring through what he did with Jesus, the light coming to us. You know, one of the things that, uh, one of the things I love about Christmas, I, I, it's actually one of my favorite things now. I, I don't know if I loved it as much before I had kids, but I love looking at the lights. I really do. I, I love, we actually get in the car a couple times in the Christmas season. We find neighborhoods where we find places to go and we just look at the lights. I just love how that light brings such a brightness into the night. And that's, that's, that's very much why I love decorating my house. Like I really do love putting as many lights on my house as possible. I'm not like the Griswolds or anything, but I put as many as I can uh, up on that. I don't have enough money for that, that bill that would, that would cost me, but, but man, I love it. And, and it, because here's what we know. Here's what we know about this, because it reminds us, those lights, that's why I love putting them up, because that light, those lights, every string that I put, every bulb that gets lit, it reminds me that the Son of God, the light, showed up for us in the dark world, and I love that. And here's what I want you to know, and here's what uh, I want you to know about you and Jesus. Here it is, on Christmas, on Christmas, why we celebrate Christmas, why we make this such a big deal is the light that has always been here and always been among us came to be with us. And it's an amazing moment in the history of the world. It's an amazing thing. Jesus came and his life was the light. And because of that, hear this. This is what I want you to hear. This is like, if you wanna take anything away uh, tonight, I, I want you to take away this. And it, because the light came down to us, because he is the light. See, only he, he is the only one that can do this. Only he can actually push back the darkness that you and I face. And gang, is, it's the kind of darkness, it's the kind of darkness that doesn't go away with, with the push of a light. It's, it's a deeper darkness, the kind of darkness that you know what I mean when I say the darkness. You know what I mean. It's the darkness that we can't see. It's the darkness that hangs over us. It's the darkness that confuses and distorts and, and messes with us. For me, for me, like when I just say, like I know what it means to me when I say darkness. And I know you do too. And here's what I wanna tell you. Here's the deal. We need something that pushes that darkness away. And I don't know if you've come to this conclusion, but I've come to it in my own life. I need something more than me that's bigger than me 
to push the darkness away that comes and wants to invade my life. I found that out the hard way in my life, and many of you have found that out as well, that we need something that can show up and can put it into it and can say to the darkness, okay, enough, you've had enough, you have a limit, you have a boundary, you're finished. And, and gang, this is what God did. It's an amazing thing. This is what God did for us. When Jesus came, he came as light to tell the darkness, all right, you no longer have free reign. There's a limit. There's a boundary that's set. I'm the light and you can't penetrate me. It's an amazing thing. So I wanna go back one more time to what Jesus said. Here's what he said. He said, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And I think about the moment that he said this. I think about like who was there, what, who was listening, and I just think about how he was looking on them, how he was looking on the crowd and how he had this anticipation and this eagerness to share who he was and why he came and what he wanted to be for them. And here's the thing, gang, and what he wants to be for you because right now this is the truth that, that this is the same moment that, then that is right now that, that he has this moment for you right now that he wants to tell you the same thing that he said to them and he's here to say, listen, I can light up your life. I can light up your life because I'm not just a light, I'm the light of all things. I'm the, all, I'm, I'm the light of all life. I have a light for your life. You don't have to walk in darkness anymore. You don't have to walk with darkness at all. You can follow me if you just follow me and I will light up your whole life because none of that other stuff that you're gonna go after or follow or try is gonna hold a candle to the light that I could bring to you if you let me in. Gang, listen to me. I don't know a better Christmas message than that. I don't know what else to tell you to be encouraging other than that, that that's why Jesus came. He came to be the light in this dark world and in your life. Nothing gives us hope like light, right? Think about it. Nothing gives us more hope like light. And when Jesus comes to be the light of your life, it changes everything. It changes everything when you realize and recognize that because you walk in that light in a new hope and in a new life. And, and, and you know that darkness will never ever defeat light. It can't. It's impossible for darkness to defeat the light. Darkness will still try, but the light will never let it be defeated. It will never be defeated. And it gives us hope in this life with Jesus. It's amazing. That's why he came. It's an amazing thing. And listen, here's what I wanna do just as we close. If you're here and you're a believer, here's what I wanna say to you, that I know that some of you are struggling. Maybe some of you are in a place where, where you feel like there's darkness, you feel like hope is lost. No matter how dark your world seems right now, it will never, ever overtake the light that is in you. I wanna encourage you with that today that it'll never overtake the light of Jesus. It's promised. It's a promise that he makes to you. He is light and his light can heal. It can give you hope. It can restore. It can forgive. It can give you grace. It can give you mercy. It can turn shame into confidence and you can walk in light of that knowledge. That's the hope that we have with Jesus. It's an amazing thing. It's why we celebrate Christmas. And I know for some of you watching right now, I know that some of you, you're not walking in that light right now. You're not there because you haven't stepped in to the light of Jesus that he offers you through a relationship, a saving relationship that he has for you and, and, and that you need to turn your life over to the light of the world. You've just never done that right now. And, and, and here's the thing, life will only start 
when you accept that truth and when you take a step and accept that gift of forgiveness for your sins, it's really important that you take that step. It's a step of faith that you have to take. Just knowing it doesn't get you there. It's taking that step of faith and believing that. So I wanna give you an opportunity. If you're that person, if you're out there and you say, I don't think I've stepped into that light. I know, I see who Jesus is and I do wanna have a saving relationship with him. I believe he's the savior of the world. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do that right now. So if you're ready for that, here's what you're gonna do. You could just pray a simple prayer. You could pray this. You could pray, God, I am yours. You made me and you made a way for me and I see the sin in my life and I see that I have to do something with that, that it gets in the way, that it's a barrier to you. It disconnects me from you and I believe that Jesus came to die for that sin to be forgiven and so I place my faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of my sins, that his death is a penalty for my sin and I commit my life to you forever. And if you pray that prayer, I'm so excited, I'm so encouraged. What a great Christmas present uh, that God gave you right there. And I just wanna say um, congratulations on welcoming into the kingdom. Please throw me an email. Let me know if you pray that prayer. I would love, love to talk to you and get you the next step. We have a next step for you. Um, in a minute, hey, we're gonna light candles. We're gonna do that. It's a huge tradition that we have here, and we're gonna do this in your home. So right now, if, if you grabbed a bag over the last three weeks, in that bag that you grabbed here uh, or outside, uh, there, there is in there a candle for you, and there are also glow sticks for your kids. So bring your kids back in wherever they are. They're gonna wanna have a, to be a part of this, so bring them in. Now, I don't want you to light the candle or, or, or crack the glow sticks yet, but just get them ready. Uh, and as you get them ready, and, and if, you do, if you didn't get a bag, go find a candle somewhere else. If it's scented or whatever, it'd be great. Maybe It'll just smell good around there for a little bit. Uh, but go ahead and grab that. And, and as you're doing that, here's my hope. Here's my hope for you. My hope is that uh, something in here just gave you a moment for God, whether, whether it was a song or just something that, that popped out to you, the message or maybe the candlelight that we're about to do. But my prayer, my hope is that you just had a moment with this holy God who made you and, and loves you. And, and he brought the light here for you to, to light up your life. And I just pray that you had that moment tonight. You just had a moment with God here, because I think, here's the thing, gang, this is why we wanna have a very bright Christmas this year, because I think it's really easy to look around and see a lot of darkness in the world. It's really easy to do that, and there's way more darkness in the world than we want, and it can consume us sometimes. But man, I love our God who gives us these moments of hope, who he gives us these moments of light, and that's really what these candles are all about. And so uh, I wanna give us a, a second just to, to get ready. I wanna, I wanna take the house lights down just for a second. And, and all of you watching uh, right now, just do that wherever you are, in your living rooms, and your kids. I think this will uh, really be meaningful if you do So take all your lights down and try to make it as dark as possible and get your candles ready. Don't light them yet or don't, don't do the glow sticks yet or anything like that. Take everything down. And, and I just want you to have a minute and look around. And I just want you to have a moment with the darkness and think about that. And what brought Jesus here? Okay, now I want you to light your candle. I want you to crack your glow sticks. I want you to bring as much light in as you possibly can. Now, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing what a little light can do in the darkness? Isn't it amazing what this represents for us and with Jesus saying, I am the light of the world. I wanna be the light of your life. That's why he came. Listen to me, that's who he's always been and that's who he wants to be with you. I pray, 
I pray that you have a very bright Christmas this year. That's my prayer and my hope for you and that this night that we just remember, that we remember the light that came to be with us. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing the light. We thank you of what the light represents that you can light up our lives. We love you and we thank you for Jesus and we pray for this in his name, amen. Captives
Yes, that is the way we close out our Christmas Eve service, just like that. That is incredible. But I gotta be honest, I'm looking for a mountain right now, right? I wanna tell people about the truth of who Jesus is, that he is a light in the darkness, the miracle worker that he is. And so, man, that is exactly how we wanna leave this place, wherever you are to go start your Christmas festivities going out of here. Couple things I wanna tell you right before you, you head out, though, is that first, um, this will be your last opportunity for that one more end of the year giving contribution that you've been looking to make. And you can click on riverridge.tv slash give and make that contribution the way you've been and, and just continue that worship in, in being able to go and tell that and doing that through this place. And the other thing I wanna tell you about is we'll have one more service in 2020, and so you won't wanna miss that, and so you're gonna join us at riverridge.tv slash live, where you can join us for that last service of this 2020 season as we close out this year together as a church. So glad that you guys were joining us tonight. We had an incredible time together on Christmas Eve. Just wanna say Merry Christmas. See you guys next time. Love you, see ya.